Welcome to Control-Alt-Revolt, the third attempt today at a podcast. We'll call this episode 140.5 because people seem to uh, enjoy the first five minutes of the episode that was never fully recorded. Exactly. One of the greatest episodes we ever did. (laughs) Aren't they all the ones that uh, go away? Those were our best. Why don't you just go ahead and recap the entire episode from memory? Oh, and, yeah. And I'll, and I'll skit and scat. Um, well, I mean, the main thing was... I'm just joking. That... I'm just joking. <laughs> Would you guys like to listen to 20 minutes of... Um, uh, and then... Uh, and then you would say something, and then you would you would have to explain it, because the way you do things, you'll... You'll yeah. say something, and then you'll do, like, 25 clarifying statements. But still, like, me doing 20 minutes straight of talking yeah. uh, off the top of my head and not reading something, that I don't think that would happen. Like, I'm not a monologuist like you, which I think is so cool. I wish I was like that. I'm not, like, the biggest talker, so I don't think you'd get 20 <clears throat> minutes out of me straight. No, but people love you so much that I think that'd be the greatest 25 minutes of... I just don't know if I could do Podcasting it. history. <laughs> I need some help. <laughs> I need you to jump jump in. Mm-hmm. Say some stuff. I can just say tidbits here and there. <laughs> I can't monologue off off the cuff. What if you were on like a major show, like the Steven Crowder show, and all they wanted you to say was tidbits, literally tidbits. Like, sure. They'd do their funny little voices. Yeah. Dave Lando would do his droll sort of delivery, <laughs> and then they'd go Medusa. Tidbits. And then everybody would die laughing. <laughs> Sounds good. He said the, Sounds like an easy job. He said the funniest, most Gen X American thing I've ever heard today. Dave Lando? Yeah. What was that? It was... What did he say? He said, he said I would rather... I'd rather see my car destroyed by hail than put blankets on it. Than have people see me going <laughs> out there putting blankets on it. see me putting blankets on my car. Oh, the podcast is probably destroyed again. I mean, it looks like it's good still. Do you want me to... Yeah, put it up here. So, that's why you probably that's why the Steven Crowder show has Patriot gear and we don't. It's because they're really funny. <laughs> well, they're funny, and then they also don't like have to make three attempts that's to just true. record a basic podcast. They don't know about our first attempt. Our first attempt was Nick forgot his phone at home, so we were like, "Well, I have the recorder app." that we that he uses let's just uh, do it on my phone but i have not paid for premium service so we're like let's try it it, it let us do like just under three five three like minutes. three great three solid minutes they were good though yeah <laughs> so we're like uh like we could have opened at the purple onion in san francisco yeah so then we're like okay let's just use the recording function on the actual Substack that we used to use at first and apparently if you let your screen go dark it just stops the recording. That's the only thing we can come up with. So that was that five minutes that you guys got. That's some bullshit. And that's too bad because I think we had about 25 minutes. It wasn't the longest show in the world because we knew there might be problems with using Substack stuff. So we're like, let's just do a good, you know, long yep. enough show, but not like super We had long a lot to say, which will be ironic because we're like, we'll have nothing to say for this podcast. <laughs> we said it already. But we said it like chipmunks to say it as fast as possible. We were gasping. <laughs> we we're speaking as fast, talking over the top of each other. Yeah, exactly. We, I mean, we'll have refined it so much now that it'll just be like really short because <laughs> even though here we are like rambling on about not much. Will so. you take another picture for this podcast episode since we're going to have to put up a whole nother episode? 
I guess so. So we can try. maybe slip into your bathing suit. <laughs> no. Lingerie, my lady. No. <laughs> that won't be happening. Why? Everybody would it's love not that. not that kind of show. It could be. No, it won't be. I'm willing for it to be that, that kind of show. <laughs> it is the kind of show where we are going to ask the forbidden question today of why not violence? Exactly. And, speaking, and we're speaking about Canada specifically. Uh, yeah. But then as it relates to our situation here. I don't know. Did Had we talked about that in those five minutes? Probably a little bit. No. My first monologue uh, that I started off with was my favorite kind of dictator. So I will right. I will now recreate, because a lot of people just, I got cut off at African dick, and I meant to say dictators. Right. And that seemed inappropriate. Like that conversation was going somewhere that my mom might not appreciate. I'll tell her not to listen to that one. Okay, but, but then she'll have heard just... it in this one. <laughs> mom, whatever you do, don't. Don't listen to the first five minutes. <laughs> the Medusa would do uh, uh, musicals and things like that, and her parents would come to see them. But occasionally she would do shows or musicals that she didn't want her parents to see. Because she, like, if you've ever seen Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum, you played... Tintinabula, one of the, like, seven courtesans. Yeah. So you had like an erotic dance with veils. Well, that sounds weird. I was like the belly dancer one. So I did sort of belly dancing. It wasn't actually official belly dancing. It was whatever they choreographed for you me. You didn't want but... mom and dad down front. Yeah, not not so much. I mean, there was nothing wrong with it. I, But, you know, like I have a conservative family. It's just, you know. But no. It was Our daughter fine. is a whore. It was fine. It was like no big deal. Yes. But. And you didn't want them to see when you did Akhenaten and they. They had oh the naked gosh. guy up there with his junk all dangling around. Oh, they would. No I took way. my mom to that, and I, I, had to, I had to literally <laughs> sit with my mom's with my hand around. Can I look now, Bo? No. Like no, you know, Bob. <laughs> they're still waving this cat's junk all over the place. The couple, no, the three that I can think of operas that I did at LA Opera that had stuff like that. It's funny, I never saw any of it. I know that it happened, right? But I was not there to witness it, which was great. I'm totally to be honest, it's hard to see anyone's junk from the cheap seats, you know, but were you in the cheap seats? I forget. Yeah, in that one oh, we were we were way okay. we were like in the founder circle but oh, way way in the back. Good. Oh, okay. So, you know, you'd have to like and I wasn't be like, Harry, hand me the, the opera glasses. <laughs> yeah, no. I need to see this part. But you had to Mom. wonder you'd have to wonder about looking around and like who's using their Well opera the funny thing is I was point. sitting next to the casting director and his he probably husband was. And, oh, yeah, and they, they were, were I think they had the opera glasses. I'm out. sure I'm sure they yeah. did. <laughs> They needed to see this. Yeah. You know, just to make sure for casting. Yeah. And then there was the one with the orgy. <laughs> I know. Ugh. We were singing off stage for that one, but somehow like we were like where we couldn't see anything, which was good because yeah. I don't need to like, I just was like, I don't need to witness that. It's cool. So. Yeah. Everybody thinks orgies, uh, you know, is sort of the eyes wide shut thing or, or some, you know, showtime thing where they have to infiltrate the secret powerful rich white guys thing and they have like 400 hookers and all the hookers are like great looking and everything like that but then sometimes like you really get an idea of what these orgies are really like like when like like the the netherlands says like for covid rules like you know you can only have orgies of up to 20 people so weird. and you look at the average sort of husk european with their corn straw hair and <laughs> their vegan lifestyle and their greasy skin and their pallid complexions. And, and you're like, I don't think that's an orgy that I want to see. 
Most people are like, I don't even want to see two of them, much less 20. <laughs> like 20. <laughs> but it's funny that, I mean, and that was that was a true story. Like they, they had, you know, COVID restrictions on orgies. And it's like, oh. I've seen a lot of Europeans and, and it just, you know, it's it's never. Yeah, they're more lax on their yeah, showering yeah, rules over yeah, there. <laughs> that's great. You got, you know, like, you know, it's like, you know, you know, Professor Horst from the University of Gunter Damerung and and he's got like like a mental illness beard you know oh, yeah. and, and glasses but you know he's there with you know Heidi Palka and and she has like you know like Pippi Longstocking hair and <laughs> she's like you know like a scarecrow and you're like and these these two are participating and you're like no thank you <laughs> I would prefer to have bleach poured into my eyes but then what you yeah what you hear about Bohemian Grove it sounds like more Gays? Yeah, but it on. sounds it sounds like a bunch of like you know like like fat dudes who wear golf shirts and docker slacks. Yeah, because we saw the you know, behind the scenes video. Yeah, of who I'm was like, there, not, uh, the, not the weird yeah, parts. Yeah, this is all weird. Yeah, we saw Alex yeah. Jones's movie. But it is weird how many people are are sort of controlled by sex op- sex operations and 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 that's and I think that's kind of what's going on with sort of the most boring tyranny in the entire world. Which has got to be Canada, you know. But like, literally, one of these numbskulls comes out and and she says, um, uh, "Honk honk is code for Heil Hitler." That's the dumb. You know, and so and and so in bad faith, the entire government doubled down on like these people's legitimate, you know, concerns about the vaccine and their jobs, and they said, "Oh no, it's all about racism and misogyny, and you guys are all Nazis." And Jordan Peterson is, you know, wading into this fight and saying there's no Nazis in Canada. There's zero Nazis in Canada. This is not it. So it's it's a really bad faith argument, which is going to lead us to the conversation about maybe violence. Um, but on the subject of tyrannies uh, and tyrants and dictators, like imagine like like the 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 Canadian sort of Justin Trudeau and this chick and then what's her Christina Freelander who's giggling and cackling about seizing people's bank accounts and and then gleefully telling them see you have no freedom now you only have what we allow you and unless you obey you can't have it back and remember um is it her grandfather who was literally a Nazi who was like second yeah, it was number two to Goebbels yeah in propaganda like literally I mean like this is just like you cannot make this stuff up but like I prefer sort of the South American banana republic, you know, grinning Spaniard with the giant chest full of metals and the Latin hoochie mamas and swaying palm trees kind of like that seems like a fun dictatorship to me, you know, or possibly the Eastern European, you know, mobster guy who wasted all his opponents with a gold plated AK-47. He's got some Russian hookers around and, you know, that that still seems like a fun democracy uh, dictatorship to me though there's probably going to be a lot of caviar which is great i love caviar but mayonnaise involved which is the thing they don't tell you about eastern europe you, you're going to eat a lot of mayonnaise so it's going to be some but really, problems that's just eggs yeah. just if eggs you think about it. when you really think about it, it's just eggs <laughs> and then i think even like the african sort of dictator would be fun for me but only because i base that on isaac hayes's performance in escape from new york which most people of your delicate Tender years, would you say? How old are you? Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're young. The, the real number? No, not the real number. Oh, okay. The perceived number. <laughs> oh, you know. The number that everybody thinks when they look at how beautiful and young you look, and then they look at me and they're like, you're a filthy, dirty old man. No. And I'm like, no, we're really not that far apart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're like... 
but uh, I, I like 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 in that in Escape from New York, it, it really is. It's about like most people don't understand it now. Well, they understand it now because New York is returning to becoming a shithole country. And in the 70s, it really it's was a, country. a shithole country. This is very much like 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 when Trump said shithole countries, he really meant 1970s New York. Yeah. Um, where he was trying to develop and 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 like most people think of New York from the massive, you know, eight, late 80s, early 90s advertising campaign by Giuliani and Disney to really turn it into this playground, which we kind of lived at the very tail end of it then. Mm-hmm. But it's returned to its sort of escape from New York shithole country values. And that's what Escape New York was about. Like, and it was such a, a prescient, you know, it was such a relevant movie that people completely accepted the premise that New York would be turned into a prison. So Isaac Hayes is like the head of all the prisoners. He's the Duke of New York. And then Donald Pleasant, Pleasant's, Pleasant's <laughs> as sort of this Biden-esque president crashes into uh, New York. They've got to send in Kurt Russell Snake Plissken. It's a great movie. I love it. But uh, I base my African dictator model off the Duke of New York as played by Isaac Hayes. Dead fish stare. But the thing that I like it's through the entire movie mostly. He drives around in this convoy of 70, 70s pimp mobiles mm-hmm. with chandeliers like looted from Park Avenue on, on on the grills of the Cadillacs and everything like that. And it's the most ostentatious, crass display of like ghetto wealth ever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, I could get behind that kind of dictatorship. More than Trudeau, who yeah, we it just seems boring. Like, like you'd want to say, like, why do you guys want to be dictators? Because it's like, well, you know, we can uh, we can sit in the cafeteria all by ourselves and have some some crackers and carrots and talk about how we're going to rule everything. It's like your country sucks. Like it's cold. Canada sucks. It's cold. It's not. No offense any... to our Canadian listeners. I, I don't care if you are offended. It's a, <laughs> it's a horrible country. You're always like I'm watching this protest and hats off to the Canadians. I, I think they're awesome. But. Why do you live in Canada? Not just for the tyranny now, but just like it's so cold. I'm watching you guys all out there in those parkas, and I'm like, that is hell to me. And I get, I, I am a weak Southern Californian. Like even today, it was a little cold and everything like that. I'm like, I just feel myself withering. But then I'd be out working out, and I'd have like little moments of sunshine. Ah, oh, yes, yes, it's coming. Yeah. The 80 to 90 degree sun rays that I need to bask in. To restore my Superman-like powers. So like, look, I couldn't have those in Canada. I just sit around like shivering and cold and tired all the time. <laughs> but now you have these tyr- tyrants, you know, Trudeau, uh, who every time he comes on or speaks, I just see the Medusa want to punch his little bitch face. I do. And then this free, like the Freelander is Ugh. is the typical, like she would be the type who's probably in orgies, and you're like with who, you know, like like bad skin terrible hair you know horse-faced jaw you know and 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 you're like what is it that you get out of tyranny like you guys don't seem to have any fun you know and then this other girl came out like oh honk honk is you know like she looks like karen the canadian you know is, is honk honk is code for heil hitler like all this insane stuff it's the most boring tyranny that's ever probably been and it and it, and it just feels like having any sort of tyrannical government in Canada just feels like rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic for me. Yeah, that Christina what is it, Vreelander? Vreelander. Her voice too, it's it's like this 
mousy, prissy voice that reminds me of that Kavanaugh accuser. What was her name? It reminds oh, me of yeah, that. Yeah, where she talks with her finger. Yeah. And then I did this and Kavanaugh forced me down. You know, like you can almost see her like talking with her finger like and they're like and they were they were coaching her like you got to sound like a little girl is being molested mm-hmm. you know to make this believable i was like, christine blazy ford oh that's it Ugh. i i just like i wanted to take a paddle and just hit her across the face and i would have taken it and done it for yeah. you so you didn't get in trouble for being a man and hitting. i don't her. care I, i'm over i'm over <laughs> i'm over any it. sort of like I, i'm all the worst names so i've reached bottom whatever but her voice was so not annoying that I would still hit her right across the face with a paddle, given the disappointment that Kavanaugh has become. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. That's so frustrating. Yeah. Then you're I, was, like, I was told he was a threat to democracy, and he constantly votes left. But then you just wonder, was that all like political circus just to distract us? Yes. Yeah. It was absolutely. The Kavanaugh thing was absolute, an absolute distraction. So that you did not pay attention to uh, FASB 56. Yeah, but and like to distract both sides, to distract them of like, look at this Hitler that's going to come yeah. in, and then distract us like, how dare they like put him down? But when Gorsuch he didn't do was anything. Hitler. Yeah. But Kavanaugh was Hitler. But Amy Comey Barrett is definitely Hitler. You know, and it's like, oh, it's just, it's. Uh, I doubt, I, I doubt we're coming back from this. It's, mm-hmm. it's so far gone. But that brings me to sort of what we were talking about in the previous two podcasts that we were trying to get out, which is why not violence? You know, like uh, we watched the Canadians kind of do their thing and they they literally got out and locked arms and and shouted, you know, we love you to the government and had bounce houses and tried to be that Canadian kind, polite, respectful thing. And instead they got a bad faith discussion in which they were all called Nazis and misogynist and that's like even left-wing pundits like bill maher are saying like that's that's absolutely not true that's not what this is about but that didn't stop them and even still this morning saying that then they got on there and uh, christina verlander and and said we've taken your money and your bank accounts and they said these are like their verbatim words you have no freedom now so now they're like and and they laughed about it while they were doing it so now they're literally laughing about their Tyrannocracy, 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 and then and then to top it all off, they have a parliament vote and say, oh yes, we want we want more of this. And you were saying that was approximately 150 something to like 170 something, yeah. you think? And so I was just gonna say to that, like, yeah, but we've seen clips of um, Klaus Schwab on some news show talking about how not only they've taken over the leaders of a lot of countries where he specifically mentions Trudeau, but he said, and a lot of the cabinet members. And so he's admitted it. And then that's just like proof right there. Okay. It's about half the people. Uh, in their and then you use okay. the collateral, which has a lot to do with orgies mm-hmm. and children and things like that, which is sad and shocking. Um, but that's what they kind of do. You get in any kind of government, you're invited to a party, you're drugged, you're put in a compromising situation and you're told this is how you're going to vote for the rest of your life. And that's what they do. And that's why you see like so many insane things being said, like, like I think Hong Kong is code for, for this. I guarantee you that that chick did not make that statement willfully. She made it because they said it would be a shame if people knew about this, either you or what your family is doing. Mm-hmm. And so she got up there with a straight face and said it and, and, and it happens here. So what I would say 
is we we're constantly told even by alex jones even by lots of people like don't do violence i'm not advocating violence all these kinds of things it's what they want it's what they want well i see blm and antifa using violence that's and they they seem to have done quite well i see um the canadians showing up with bounce houses and pizza and singing and i see the state showing up with um batons horses body armor machine guns armored personnel carriers un forces from other countries wearing balaclavas which that is confirmed so i see the state uh not saying that the state doesn't seem to think that violence isn't the answer the state seems to think that violence is the answer and the people that work for the state the deep state the globalists now which is antifa and blm they seem to think that violence is the answer but we're told just like sort of a high school bully we're told like Whatever you do, don't fight back. It'll be worse on you. And that's what we're about to see with Canada. So the leader of the protest, they said uh, on Saturday, just go ahead and be arrested. We'll ticket and release you. They even ticketed and released a few people and, and tried to make it seem like that was going to happen. But lo and behold, Tuesday morning, she was uh, remanded without bail, and she will now disappear into the dungeons beneath Parliament uh, just like our J6 people and things like that. So what I'm seeing is a bad faith discussion in which the government is pretending that um, they have some moral high ground because their opponents are straw people who believe that they're Nazis somehow and they hate women and they hate gays. On the, and, and that's not why those truckers are there. Those truckers are there about ac economics and health. There's nothing to do with any of those issues. And it's bad faith for a government to get up and say, oh, we're not going to talk about that. Instead, we're going to give you your issues that, that where we win without even a discussion and everybody agrees with us. Like you're like it would basically be like, hey, let's talk about um, the difference between um, buttered toast with your toast buttered upside down or your, the toast buttered downside, which was a Dr. Seuss thing. And, and they're like. Um, so we're going to give you, you're going to defend, uh, we're going to take the upside down buttered toast and you're going to have toast buttered on the side up different than us, except you're Nazis. And, and, and if you, if you disagree in any way, shape or form, you're bigots and you're, you're misogynists and you hate black people and you hate gays and you want death sentences for anybody you know that's a different color and they say all these things and like and that's your side you're and and you're like but that's on our side our side just likes toast with the butter up like no 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 you guys are nazis like hitler that's a bad faith discussion and and when you protest that and say well that's that's really not what we're saying they trample you with horses they bring out armed police they i mean those non-canadian uh un police seem to be pretty brutal they seem to be not Canadians just in their response. And so they don't even have the, the, the good faith discussion about the actual issues that are, are being discussed in the public square. They just say, you're a bigot and the worst kind of bigot ever, and therefore you're not even allowed to talk. Then they steal your money, go into your bank accounts and steal your money. And then while telling you that violence isn't the answer and using controlled opposition, which you think are your own people, to tell you that violence is the answer, they beat you and tell you to stay down. They don't seem to think that violence isn't the answer. In fact, they seem to think that violence is the answer. Yeah, it's like you can't win either way, but... <clears throat> you like, kind of, in the previous discussion, you kind of had something you wanted to say. 
Well, you were saying isn't maybe now. What I forget how you were phrasing it. Is now the time? For well, that? yeah, that's that leads to this point of like saying like, well, we just witnessed what happened in Canada where they said violence isn't the answer. Well, on Tuesday morning, there are people sitting in the dungeon. They've been looted. They're not even allowed to discuss the actual issues they're there for. Instead, they're forced to defend the fact that they're bigots and Nazis. So I just saw, and I definitely believe that was uh, the whole entire operation, was a show put on by the globalists to show us what would happen in the United States when our turn comes for this same sort of thing, to show us that your life will be ruined there's no possible way that you can win. We won't even be having a discussion about the issues that you want to discuss. Instead, we will make them about the fact that you are Nazis. We will have the moral high ground to then beat you. We will have the moral high ground to freeze your accounts, steal the money in there, and then incarcerate and imprison you. And we will laugh about it on public TV. I do think, and when you look at, at, at the UN troops, you look at the fact that someone in Canada, Canada, Canada's parliament tried to talk about Klaus Schwab being involved, who has talked about Justin Trudeau being a star pupil, who has talked about having the government infiltrated. That person isn't even allowed to mention Klaus Schwab's name, just like on Fox News when Newt Gingrich tried to bring up George Soros, and they wouldn't even let that name be mentioned. We are now, now not allowed to have an honest discussion your nonviolence doesn't work. You end up looted. You end up laughed at. You end up beaten. You end up trampled. So, in this, and I, I, that leads me to ask this question, and maybe it can be in the comments or whatever. But why not violence? The only ones telling us not to use violence are the people who are using violence against us. Yeah, and so, and if not now, when? But I was saying like. There is, I had a couple points, but like there is going to be a point where it is needed because you can't get all the way to the point that the Jews in Nazi Germany got to where they're marching you off to the death camps and the ovens. So obviously the point for violence needs to happen at some point before that point, obviously. And so what exactly is that point? It's definitely, if not now, it's close. But the other thing was because... The reasoning is, okay, when people kept saying, even like Alex Jones, like, violence isn't the answer, we got to do this peacefully, that's what they want, you know, they're trying to get us to do that so they can turn it against us, and that did make sense to me, like, I definitely get that argument, but it, it begins to not make sense when you see that either way, they're doing the same thing to you, as in, um, the I think, like, the thing that they held up as like, well, we don't want this to happen. And that was like, we don't want them to bring in like international troops against us. If we all kind of rise up, you know, violently, we don't want them to like send in international troops against us. Like, whoa, that'd be like that. But if you did, right there, like I said, they have the monopoly on violence and they're telling you, you can't use violence and they don't seem to hesitate using violence. uh, Ashley Babbitt, when it serves them. And then there are, Oh, we're cleared. We're cleared of all that because we're the ones with badges. Mm-hmm. We're the ones who get to use, you don't get to use violence. And then you're like, well, can we have an honest discussion? They're like, no, we can't because you're a Nazi. Oh, and we also stole all your money. So you can't even do anything and you're going to be forced to obey us. Like the position for violence is rapidly approaching. 
would they be laughing about stealing your money if their parliament had been burned down? If a couple of them had been hung from light posts, might they sort of reach a point of discussion where they might be willing to honestly sit down and avoid further trouble? Example, the Ukraine. Uh, Biden and the globalists couldn't bully Putin, so they tried to talk to him. The only reason that they tried to talk to him is because he threatened them with violence. The only thing globalists and bullies understand is violence. And they don't want to understand you. And they don't want to listen to you. So they use violence on you. But when they want to be understood, when they want their, their way, it's amazing how they're willing to talk. But they're only willing to talk if you're willing to use violence. So I would say, I think the spoiler moment for, for everybody is... Given the example of Canada, and I definitely think that it was an example to be taught to North America, you now learn that nonviolence doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And I can almost guarantee you this is about to happen here. The trucker convoy leaves Barstow on, on the 22nd. 20, yeah. Biden has already declared a state of emergency over it. So they already have their game plan. And again, there is, there is going to be no discussion. They're not going to listen to these grievances. They didn't listen to them in Canada. And it feels like to me today, Canada won. They voted for more of this. They threw those people in jail. They stole their money. So anybody thinking that there's going to be any kind of legitimate discussion, there isn't. And the only thing that these people seem to respect if we look at the international stage is violence. So what is your violence moment? When is, when is violence acceptable? And the question I would ask is, well, why not violence? You've you've shown that nonviolence doesn't get you a good faith discussion. Nonviolence gets you beaten, trampled, and looted. Okay? But you guys get to use the violence, right? Okay. So I guess that brings us to, well, why not violence? And that's the podcast.